upon a star. Now we want you to share with us our latest and greatest dream. Disneyland. Just go to Action Park, there's no other park like it. Six Flags Great Adventure. It's not a world away. Paramount's Kings Island. We will officially open Universal Studios Florida. Hello, I'm Michael Eisner. Now, here is your host. Hi, my name is Kevin Perger, and welcome back to another episode of the Defunct Land Podcast. Today, we are going to be discussing everything Action Park. We have no special guest star for this episode, because I thought interviewing just one employee or just one visitor wouldn't be enough. So I told you all to send me your Action Park stories, and I'm going to be reading them here today. I also have a few new segments to add to the podcast, a few interesting points of my own, and maybe a few surprise guest stars. But, we'll see. First, let's go to our newly named segment, Blast from the Last, and check in on last week's guest, former Imagineer Terry Harden, who I asked to tell me a story of her experience working on the film Ghostbusters. Hey Kevin, um, it was great to speak with you and your group last week. I just thought of something that you guys might be interested in. We really didn't talk about Ghostbusters, and I thought I would tell you about the time that I told um, Bill Murray that I loved him in Caddyshack. He was so shocked because he was doing a show called uh, Saturday Night Live and I didn't own a TV set, both of which made him upset. So he told me I could not be on Ghostbusters if I had not seen Saturday Night Live. I started to cry because I thought I was going to be fired. Instead, he called over um, He called over, and uh, he and um, one of the other Ghostbusters, both of them from Saturday Night Live, picked me up because I'm having a senior moment right now. Um, Dan Aykroyd. He and Dan Aykroyd took each arm, lifted me up, threw me in a golf cart, and took me to a screening room and sat on either side of me while they showed me three Saturday Night Live episodes. And I was lucky that I laughed, but uh, that's how I got to stay on Ghostbusters was I watched those shows. Thanks, Terry. So let's get right into Action Park. A good testimony to refresh our memories with is from Rebecca. She discusses some of her experiences visiting Action Park in the mid-90s. In 1995, I visited Action Park with my friend Jennifer, her two sisters, parents, and her cousins. I have extremely fond memories of that day, and remember nothing but laughs. I was 10 years old that summer of 95, and I still remember joking with my friend how scary and dangerous, but still fun it was. I distinctly remember going on the surf slide, multiple slides next to each other, riders go down on a mat. We went on this several times and laughing the entire time, especially if someone would catch air. I also remember laughing about a broken down looking tube slide just hanging out next to the surf slides. The Colorado River Rapids ride, probably screaming in terror slash amusement the entire time. I believe they also had a lazy river that I went on, although that one I'm less clear. Finally, the one I remember most going on because it was the most daring and terrifying looking was this crazy half water slide where the rider slid down a short way, the slide cuts off, the rider then propelled off the end into a pool below. I'm pretty sure my legs were rubber after going on that, but I was proud of myself. Also, we were with her older cousins, and I remember being in awe of them jumping off those cliffs into the same big pool area as the crazy half slide. There were two tiers of cliffs, one being several feet higher than the other. I couldn't believe anyone would jump off that sky-high cliff, yet nevertheless, plenty of bathing suit-clad teenagers and adults were lined up. Thanks, Rebecca. A lot of the information she wrote in her story mirrors the information that I relayed in the Action Park episode on YouTube, but what's interesting here is she mentions a broken-down-looking tube slide next to the surf hill. This can actually be seen in a lot of older videos of Action Park, but is seemingly removed from the newer ones. I'm not sure exactly what this is, but it looks too big to be a tube slide, almost as if there should be someone in a raft going down it. 
but I have seen videos of people going down right next to the surf hill with no raft and just clanking from one side to the other, as if there's way too much room in the slide. I'm not sure what slide this is, but if you know what it's called, comment below if you're listening on YouTube. Wow, doing a podcast by yourself is lonely. It feels so intimate. You know, just me and you. Me, Kevin, you, the listener. I can't do it. I need, I need a break. Can someone else take this next story? Hey, Kevin. It's Jack from Park Ride History, and we've got an action park story from Jay, who has this to say. So I'm from New Jersey and grew up obsessed with action park as a kid. I was never able to go. I don't think my parents knew where it was. Also, they sounded pretty horrified at my descriptions of it, but I was obsessed with reading about it. I did get to go, though, but only after the name had been changed, and I didn't realize the park I was going to was THE Action Park because I didn't recognize the new name. I remember really slowly putting the pieces together when I was there and got really excited when I realized where I was. The first thing we did was ride the airlift up the mountain, and the whole time you can look down at this super eerie abandoned alpine slide underneath. The people I was with kept speculating about it, because we all thought it looked like a horrifying death trap. Really scary to look at in person, especially as it became more dilapidated and overgrown with moss and grass. It almost looked haunted. My then boyfriend did the cliff jumping a lot, and I kept telling him he was crazy for it and refused to. It looked really unsafe, and I couldn't believe he didn't get hurt. Actually, I felt I was about to get seriously injured or killed really often on the rides there. Even before I realized where I was, the rides were just very unsafe feeling. I was pressured into doing the Tarzan swing, which I super didn't want to because I'm very physically weak. I didn't swing at all, I wasn't strong enough to hold my own weight on the swing, and immediately slipped off the bar. This meant I had to swim a lot further than guests are supposed to in order to get to dry land, and I was really bad at it, and really taken aback by how deep it was and how scary hitting the water was. That was the one time I was quite sure I was gonna die. I obviously didn't, but it was so terrifying, I don't remember anyone coming to help me. All this aside, the park was genuinely a lot of fun, if not scary, thrilling fun. That ride, where a large group sits on a tube raft and goes under the bridge, that one was the most fun. I went on it over and over again, even though every single time I felt like the raft was going to flip over. They make you wear helmets and stuff on that ride now. It felt really goofy, but I can see why they made the change. The last thing that really stuck with me is this ride you didn't mention in the video. I'm not sure if it was very new or didn't last long or something. It was a ride shaped like a giant funnel. You sat in a tube and were shot into the funnel and swirled around in it as if someone was flushing a giant toilet. It was also extremely fun, and not an experience I've ever had anywhere else since. A lot of stuff wasn't open when I went in the summer of 2014, and I haven't been back since, but I always get very excited when people talk about the park. Thanks, Jack. And Jay, that slide you were talking about that I didn't mention, the big funnel one, that was added after the original Action Park era, and I believe before the new Action Park era, when it was still Mountain Creek in the middle there. Um, that slide is actually seen in a lot of amusement and water parks across the country, and if you've ever watched some compilations of people falling off of water slides, that's a popular style of slide where a lot of people fall off after they do that first big uh, fall into the funnel. So it is a dangerous-ish ride, but it's definitely not Action Park original era dangerous. So somehow during my research, I came across a thread about Action Park on a site called Blue Light, which is apparently a discussion board for controlled substances, but from what I can tell, it's just a bunch of people that get high and talk to one another. So in the North and South America drug section, there was a thread about the park, and this thread started in 2006. But one user had a few interesting things to add about his experience at Action Park. Keep in mind that this guy may or may not be high when he's writing this. It was a disaster area. Truth. People could cut in line, people could get off the rides and get back on. Alpine slide, if someone was going too slow, you could get up off the track, walk alongside it with your cart, and then get back on further down, like passing the slow dude in the fast lane. No one stopped you. No one said anything. No one even raised an eyebrow. They did not care. LOL. Thank God that there was no roller coasters there. 
The water, too, was all gross. Like lake water. I swear, the stuff was like being in a lake, not a pool on half the rides. There was like algae and grass and dirt in the water. At the bottom of the slides, it was like murky green, skanky pond water. LOL. I do not want to know what was in there, but the water snakes part was true, too. There was garbage all over, everyone was drunk, people fighting, jumping over barricades and stuff, and that was all just everyday, run-of-the-mill action park for you. A couple things from this user's comment that stuck out to me. One, I've never heard of anybody getting off the Alpine slide, walking along it, and getting back on for the purpose of passing someone that was fiddling with the brake too much and going too slow. Also, he's talking about how grass is in the attractions. That would gross me out. I could not stand being a kid and going on the slip and slides and that pool of water that you slip into at the end and everyone's grassy feet was in it, everyone's grassy bodies, there was just grass piled up. Even walking back to the top of the slip and slide and getting grass all over your feet, uh, it's, a, it's a pet peeve of mine and I don't want to talk about it, so we're just going to move on to Eric Johnson's story. I am from New Jersey. I live not too far from Mountain Creek slash Action Park, about 45 minutes or so. We went up to Action Park and we were riding the ski lift on the way to, I believe, Waterworld. But since it was Action Park, me and my parents were stuck on the ski lift for about three and a half hours. Definitely not an instance where I could control the action. But I shall never forget the great moments I had there or at Mountain Creek, as it has become a part of my childhood. Thanks for sending this, Eric. To be completely honest, the first time I read Eric's email, I brushed it off, not even thinking about how awful it must be to be on a ski lift for three and a half hours. Because that's how crazy Action Park is. If someone told me in passing that they were stuck on a ski lift for three and a half hours, I would have so many questions. What did you do? Why were you on there so long? Was anybody talking to you? Were you scared? That's the thing about Action Park. They set their standards so low that anything above the absolute worst case scenario sounds like a good day at Action Park. You were stuck on the ski lift for three and a half hours, Eric? Well, at least you're not dead. That's the kind of mindset you have to have when you're discussing how crazy Action Park is. Our next story is from Christine Clossy. She says, I just saw your video on Action Park and I wish they made shirts that said I survived Action Park because I would proudly wear it. I grew up in the town of West Milford, about 30 minutes from Vernon. I went to the park a couple times as a kid. Once we went there to see Mark Wiener, the guy who made the show Wienerville that was on Nickelodeon. But the one visit I remember the most was when my family went to the park with my aunt and my cousins. To put my visit lightly, I got a cut on a slide supervised by a blonde teenager who really didn't care about when the kids went on the slide. I saw someone get carried away on a stretcher with a neck brace on. Not sure how that happened, but I'm sure it was on the Colorado River ride. And I saw the infamous loop slide. Not an operation, but as a kid, thinking that was a dumb idea. Thanks, Christine. She mentioned Mark Wiener and Wienerville, which was an obscure puppet show on Nickelodeon that lasted for less than a year in the mid-90s. This isn't the only interesting entertainment show Action Park has hosted. I received another email from Razor Muffin, informing me of a Twisted Sister concert there. Here's what he said. I have no first-hand accounts of Action Park, but I've been told by my uncle that Twisted Sister held a concert at the park that had an audience of somewhere around 10,000 people, crowded on top of office buildings and destroyed a ton of stuff. I believe it is talked about in the band documentary. A few days after this, I received another email with another obscure trivia point on Action Park, sent to me by Joey Leanhard. He sent me an episode of the television show Headbangers Ball. If you don't know what this is, it was a popular MTV show in the 90s that focused on heavy metal rock bands. One of the segments of the show consisted of the host following popular bands on road trips to events such as Oktoberfest, adventures such as skydiving, and to locations such as Action Park. The band featured on the episode was Alice in Chains, a popular grunge and heavy metal band in the 90s. The episode is pretty surreal. Here are a few audio clips from it. We're here with Alice in Chains, who I guess are special outfit if you look for the uh, action park with the world's largest water park in the world and this is kind of our end of summer party and we're about to go down our first ride here at action park 
called the Wild River. It's a uh, rafting thing. Doesn't look very safe at all. Uh, it doesn't look safe. We're about to go down Wild River, and what are, tell us what we do now, Mike. We drown and uh, just fill up our lungs with fluid and just die. I like that. This episode also has a lot of great footage. There are really great shots of the band going down the surf hill. They do it like five times. Now one of the most surprising parts of the episode, the part where the band goes to the tidal wave pool, aka the grave pool. Location at Action Park in New Jersey. These people here, they're not having any fun. They don't even know we're here filming. They just scream like this all the time. There's people dying out there, listen. Screams of terror, listen. Screaming kids, they're dying, it's terrible. The sounds of torture, listen. So after that on-the-nose eeriness, our drunk band and hosts make their way over to the Colorado River Ride. We're at Action Park in Vernon, New Jersey, this cool water park, and what is this called that we're going to go down? The Colorado River Ride. So we're going to go down it, and uh, we'll see you. We'll have fun. Watch videos. And then they go to the Action Park Gladiator Challenge, although they refer to it as the Jungle Challenge and their sumo wrestling ring. When I was making the YouTube episode, I couldn't find any footage of this, so I wish I would have found this video earlier. Okay, ladies and gentlemen, here we are at Action Park Jungle Warrior Challenge for our next sumo wrestling match between Jerry Cattrall from Allison Chains and Ricky Rockman of MTV. So I just thought that that was an incredibly interesting video. Okay, I've been talking for long enough. Disney Dan, can you take over this next one? Hey, Kevin, it's Dan from Disney Dan on YouTube, and I'm here to read a humiliating story from Action Park back in the 90s from one of your awesome listeners, Cosplay Mutt. Here we go. I'm born and raised in Jersey, but grew up going to Six Flags and Doherty Park over in PA. I only went to Action Park a handful of times as a kid in the 90s while visiting some North Jersey family, and I know people have said it was better in the 90s, but it was still pretty sketchy. The only real incident I had there was the infamous Tarzan swing. That whole attraction was a mess. The line ran around the pool, so you watched everyone take their turn on the swing as they did all kinds of wild stuff. Guys pulling down their pants to moon the line after letting go, girls lifting up their top, dudes giving the line the finger, people doing flips, two or three people not even letting go at all, and swing swinging back to hit the gym mat they put over the wooden dock area you launch from. After what seemed like hours, I got up there, grabbed the bar swing thing, jumped off and lost my grip immediately and fell down into the water doing a belly flop from however high up the launch area was. The whole line laughed at me. The water was unbelievably cold and at eight or nine years old, all I really knew how to do was doggy paddle. So it took me like 15 minutes to swim the length of the pool to get out. All the while, the entire line had to wait and watch me get out before they could send the next person in. It sucked. The whole incident is burned into my mind and it's like the only thing I remember from Action Park. I didn't even know the place was so infamous until a few years ago when the buzz started going around online. So there you go. That's a pretty ridiculous story, cosplay much. Hopefully your ego has recovered from such a humiliating event, belly flopping at eight years old into Action Park's Tarzan Swing Pool. Thanks for listening, guys. Kevin, your podcast is awesome. I love your channel. You rock. Stop it, Dan. You're making me blush. Thank you for reading that story. I now want to go on to a new segment on the Defunct Land podcast that will hopefully be recurring if you all listeners like it. It's called Top Dog or In the Doghouse. These are people that commented on the YouTube episode that I wanted to talk about. I either liked their comment or didn't. So Top Dog this week is Ebony Spence. She said, oh crap, I missed the Polish festival. 
for whatever reason, this made me laugh a lot. I kind of shoehorned the Polish Festival commercial into the Action Park YouTube episode of Defunct Land. I found the commercial when I was researching, and I just thought it was the most bizarre, wild thing. It was spo- it was a commercial centered around the idea that Action Park isn't just a water park. It's not just a thrill park. It's also an event space for you to have all your festivals, and they talked about the Labor Day Polish Festival. So I'm glad that uh, Ebony Spencer liked that, and so thank you for enjoying my shoehorning of that commercial moving on to in the doghouse these are people that think the original action park was closed due to pc culture i had a lot of these comments on the video they usually started with something like all of the accidents that occurred were the guests fault um yeah so if you're stupid there's a huge chance that you're going to get hurt no matter where you go um but that does not mean that action park was not inherently dangerous even for those that were trying to be safe we know that the majority of the deaths were not the guests fault The electrocution, the Tarzan swing spring-fed pool, the wave pool, all of these were issues with Action Park and not guest behavior. So everyone that commented that the same reason that Action Park closed is the same reason that we give trophies to everybody nowadays, you're in the doghouse. On to our next story from William O'Neill, who actually used to work at Action Park. He says, My original comment was about working there and about getting scrapes in my elbows on the alpine slide and getting the wind knocked out of me on what is now called Bombs Away. I can't remember what the original name was as it's been years since I've been there. I can comment on many of the other rides like Cannonball Falls or the Tarzan Swing. They both were in the same pool of water which because of the tree coverage was always bitter freezing cold even in the heat of summer. I always remember that many people came off the slide, where the original loop water slide was, usually choking or struggling to breathe because it was a really fast slide and because of the way the water splashed up into everyone's face some struggled to breathe if you couldn't hold your breath long enough. I was originally on first aid and I use that term loosely. We had injuries all the time, some of which were more severe than others, but we always had to use an ambulance parked on the site which was usually the Vernon Ambulance Squad because of the frequency of having to use them. On occasion we had people flown out to Morristown through the helipad up the road. Two other rides I remember vividly was the Golly and Colorado River. The Golly was the spot in the middle of the ride where the majority of the tubes got stuck. One of two things would happen. One, they would get stuck and in an attempt to free themselves and continue on the ride they would get hit, or they would lose their own footing after jumping off the tube and would fall injuring themselves somehow. On Colorado River, the first half of the ride was never an issue. The majority of injuries happened once you entered the cave. In there, it was known to get rough, and almost all of the injuries were from being ejected out of the raft or hitting your head on the ceiling because the raft would lose control and go up on the side of the cave, resulting in someone striking their head. The worst instance of this was a girl that was ejected and hit her head, causing her to pass out. We had to use a backboard on her at the bottom of the ride while in the water, and she was airlifted. Thanks for that uplifting story, William. Actually, if you remember one of the previous stories, you will recall someone seeing a guest being carried out on the Colorado River ride with a neck brace. Was this the same day that William was talking about, or was this just normal action park stuff? Ugh, I don't think I'm ready to go on to the next one. Do we have any more cameos? We have one more? Thank gosh. Take it away. Hey Kevin, it's Mark from Yesterworld. I'm here to read this action park story from Andrew Lutz. He writes, I am an action park survivor. I went a total of three times in the mid 80s. It was a lot of fun and absolutely terrifying at the same time. One of the slides I braved was this tube that actually went underground. It was mostly buried and came out in a wooded area near the Tarzan swings. That was the scariest ride I'd been on. The thought of getting stuck in there underground still gives me chills, but my actual brush with death came from the wave pool. A little background on me. My grandparents had a large pool in their backyard. My older brother and I spent countless days swimming and playing in that pool. We knew how to swim, so water was something we were never afraid of or ever had difficulties with. We'd actually been to a wave pool before going to Action Park. 
so we waded into the action park wave pool unafraid and completely confident that we would have fun. Then the waves began. I'm not sure how or even why, but this pool was different. The waves didn't come one at a time. They came like a march. From the left side, from the right side, from the left, the right, and on and on. It created these strange sensations. We couldn't keep our footing. We couldn't fight the odd dips and arcs. My brother and I were not able to take it. Our grandfather quickly noticed the danger and pulled us out as soon as our panic became apparent. We never stepped in the wave pool there again. It was a very odd park. I have mostly positive memories, but there are definitely some scary ones too. Thanks, Mark. All of the cameos on today's podcast have links in the description to their channels, so go check them out if you haven't already, but I'm sure you probably have because Park Ride History, Disney Dan, and Yesterworld all do similar things to Defunct Land, and sometimes they do it much, much better. On to our next new segment. This one I don't have a name for, so if you think of one, put it in our subreddit or on our Facebook group. These are things that I forgot to include in the YouTube episode, things that didn't fit, or things that I learned afterward. I have three of them. Number one, the Mickey shirt. In the most popular action park commercial, the one that ends with, there's nothing in the world like action park. Hey, look at that. You gotta hear me sing. Isn't that a nice little treat? See, this is why I need a guest. Stop me from singing. Anyways, in that commercial, there's a small section of an old woman and an old man turning around after watching a show and saying, it's just like Bridway. If you look very carefully at the last few frames, when the man turns around, you can see that he's actually wearing a Mickey shirt. I know I have a lot of Defunct Land listeners that aren't the biggest Disney fans. They like the Cedar Point, they like the King's Island, they like the Action Park, they like the Universal stuff, but you cannot escape Disney, even in Action Park in the 1980s. Number two, the wave pool regulations. This is not verified. What I'm about to say is me completely speculating. I remember reading this online somewhere and I cannot remember where, but I forgot to look it up and I forgot to mention it. As we know, the wave pool at Action Park was very dangerous. It caused three guest deaths. Interestingly, I read somewhere that the wave pool was not registered as an attraction or a ride, which meant that the regulations were even less. So when they were reporting deaths, they reported it as a drowning in a pool rather than a death on an attraction. This was supposedly Action Park's strategy in avoiding lawsuits. And number three, Pocono, or Pocono, or Pacunu, or Pocono-no. I, I don't know how to pronounce it. I had a lot of people comment that I pronounced Pocono Action Park incorrectly. They said, it's not Pocono, it's Pocono, I believe. I could be pronouncing everything wrong. I might not even be saying the right one. And because their comment is text and not verbal or audio, I couldn't tell what they meant. So it looked like they said, you pronounced it wrong. You should have pronounced it the same way. So I thought that was interesting. I apologize to anyone from Pocono, Pocono, Pocanana, I, I don't know. Next, we have an audio story given to us by a fan named Sky. Their mom, Erin, had some stories about Action Park. So about 30 years ago, when I was a kid, the highlight of my summer vacation was going to day camp and finding out when our trip to Action Park was going to be. I just couldn't wait. We, we just, all the kids, every single kid probably in that day camp was there that day to go to Action Park. It had such a reputation. We couldn't wait to go and experience the thrill. We knew that Someone was going to get injured and it was something exciting to ride these rides that people got hurt on or could have even died on. And the rumors, I mean, there were probably rumors, people dying on rides that never happened, but just the experience of going. So we get in this yellow school bus, we're driving there. I remember one of the first things I saw was the, the cannonball ride, which was this big long tube that went in a loop-de-loop. 
and you knew that just looking at that thing that someone had to have gotten caught in it. And I mean, I was nine years old and I'm looking at that thing thinking that I don't even know how someone could have designed that. Not, I don't, I just don't know. So anyway, we get to the, get to the park and I just remember I'm going with my friend and we pair up cause you're allowed, we were allowed to go in pairs and she wanted to go on the Alpine slide. Now I had never been on that thing. And first of all, you had to take a ski lift up. Now you're wearing this bathing suit, getting on this metal ski lift. And I've never been on a ski lift. And the thing, they seem to be going by pretty quickly for this nine-year-old kid. And there's no one there to help you. So I remember trying to time it just right and missing a couple of them. But finally we get on the ski lift and we get to the top of the slide. And I don't remember too many people being at the top there. And she's like, well, let's, let's ride this track. I said, we can't ride that track. It says expert. Like there's a beginner track and then there's a couple others. And she wanted to ride this expert track. And I was like, we can't do this. I'm afraid I don't, I, I'm not going to get down this thing. And she's like, no, no, the other ones are boring. We have to go on it. She's already getting on it. So I follow her and she's already ahead of me and I'm getting down. I'm probably midway down now. I feel like I'm in the middle of nowhere because it's just a slide in the woods and all of a sudden there's this big grown-up man behind me and he's getting really fed up with me because I'm going super slow. I'm so afraid to go fast and he's yelling at me and he starts bumping my sled coming down behind me. He wants me to move along. He's so upset. He's cursing at me. I'm afraid of what he's going to do behind me and I'm afraid of what's going on in front of me and I just start bawling and I'm trying to get down this slide I finally get to the bottom I'm so emotionally a wreck and this guy out of nowhere he he must have had one too many drinks and he gets up and he takes his sled he picks it up because you have to take the sled off the track yourself he picks it up and he chucks it at me and that big metal stick that's supposed to control your uh whether you're going fast or slow or braking it scratches up my leg and I'm thinking I'll never go on this ride again. And I mean, I'm nine years old and there's nobody around to help me. And I, that was it. But overall though, I couldn't wait to get to Action Park every year. It was exciting. I remember the water being ice cold. No matter how hot it was, you felt like you were just walking into an ice bucket. It was freezing. I love the kiddie rides, the little water slides. And they had this one pool that was really nice because it was secluded and there was rocks and there was a there was a little slide going into it and that was probably my most favorite spot at Action Park. But overall it was the the stories that people told about it and the anticipation of going to this place that you could ex- not experience anywhere else in the world. Thanks for recording that, Aaron. Geez, that guy should have just gotten up, walked around her and got back on, which apparently is an option according to that substance abuse thread I was talking about earlier. And our final and new segment on this episode of the Defunct Land podcast is called Feeding the Trolls. Whenever you ask for stories on the internet, you're always going to get a couple trolls, but a few of them I found actually funny. The first one was an email. Here's what this guy had to say. Once at Action Park, there was like 10 people in line and they wouldn't let me in unless I picked up 300 pieces of trash. And then I still could not get in because I needed a hat and then I got a stamp to try to win a stamp collecting contest and I had to do this to get on every ride. That was nonsense, and there was only one period in that entire paragraph. Another guest decided to send in an audio tape. Here it is. Uh, hey, hey, yeah, so, so my name's, uh, Mark, 
Mark Jacobs, that, that's my name, and I, I was at the Action Park place, and, and boy, boy, did I have an interesting experience. Um, I, I, I got in line for, for the ride, for the the action ride, you know, and, and there was there was a really long line, but after like like a few hours, I got to the front of the line, but when I when I got there, the guy at the front said I couldn't go on the ride. I was like, what's what's the big deal? I, I waited here for hours. Why can't I go and go on the ride? And he said he said you can't go on a ride because because you're completely naked. And there and there, everyone just there saw my penis. I mean, the guy at the front, everyone in line, my mom was there, and everyone was there laughing at my penis, my below-average-sized penis, and, uh, yes, yeah, so that was, that was what happened to me at Action Park. So just, just heads, heads up, when I go on the podcast, I will be completely naked, just so you know, but, uh, you know, big, big fan. Well, on that note, that's all I have for this episode of the Defunct Land Podcast. Thank you to our special guest stars, and thank you to everyone that sent in their stories. As always, don't forget to rate, review, and subscribe. Thank you for listening, and thank you for visiting Defunct Land. The action